0: To this evening's episode of Dungeon Jedi Master's Theater. Our story tonight follows two young friends of very different origins trying to survive in their corner of the galaxy. Will they grow into greatness together or fall apart in the shadow of the Empire? Find out tonight on Scattered Choices. Morning of the next day comes, after both of you had went home for the day before, Tula stopping in, having dinner with family, connecting with your father in his office, and learning a little bit about more about his business, and kind of planting some seeds that maybe you're a little more interested in stepping into the role he has laid out for you than you've shown before. And Hugo, unexpected visitor, had arrived. at at your home and turned out to be someone you've met very recently. Davis Cordell, who was there meeting with your father to see what he can offer the Minos Mester company as a foreman down in the mines, uh, just trying to get that, you know, frontline mindset, that frontline view of, of what they do and, and see if he has any ideas on improving operations, making things just better. But that next day has come, and both of you got an opportunity to tag along with your respective parents, see uh, what their day's going to be like. Tula, just heading into the office with your father, and Hugo, you along with your father to tag along to this meeting uh, with Davis. And Davis also did kind of reach out to you or mentioned to you that there might be some opportunities for you to see where your uh, future lies given your interest in technology and otherwise?
1: I wake up that morning pretty determined, definitely feeling uncertain, but also kind of excited to spend some quality time with my dad. I know that it's going to be a ruse to try to get what I want, but at the same time, you know, there's a part of me that really wants to have real time with him where he kind of just accepts me for me. And unfortunately, I know that the person that I want to be is not aligned with the person that he wants me to be. So I just stare myself in the mirror for a couple of minutes. I resolve to make the best out of my day with him. And I kind of shuffle through my closet, trying to find something that is appropriate. Like, I don't want to look like I can't handle the work, but I also want to look, um, appropriate for my, my station and being, you know, the boss's daughter.
0: There's a knock at your door. Good morning. Oh, good morning. You almost ready to go?
1: I kind of like look in the mirror and kind of adjust my leku and my, my headdress, like my headband. Yes, uh, I'm, I'm ready. Follow you.
0: Your father gives you a big, uh, bright smile and he, he's he's all in his suit and has a bunch of, uh, a couple data pads and things that he takes along with him. You see that he, he shares that uh, sentiment as well. He seems pretty excited to have you along, uh, especially given your conversation yesterday. Well then, let's get going. No, uh... We don't want to waste much time. There's always things to do.
2: Of course. I'm really excited, Papa. I've really been looking forward to this time with you.
0: Me as well. Well, let's get some breakfast and be on our way.
3: Oh, uh, I, w- I would have woken up the next morning feeling A sort of anxiousness to the situation. Uh, I'm aware that from my side, I'm slowly and slowly like creeping deeper into whatever this is. I know like this is a secret that I'm keeping from Tula uh, of what I'm doing on my side. Uh, So all aware that that's kind of like what's been going through my head. I would imagine I've had a hard time sleeping that night. Uh, just weighing all these options in my head, but also like a little bit of levity is uh, the fact that the day prior, my dad showed like confidence in me. He showed that he was proud and he was proud of me. Like that was that felt that felt good, and that's not something that I would have felt prior to that. So, my morning isn't as lavish. Uh, my morning just consists of me getting up, putting on my work clothes that I have always had with me because my dad's always been wanting me to do something with him instead of just hanging out and doing all this like technology stuff. And uh, yeah, I go outside and I would be able to greet my father who would I would assume be already awake and waiting for me in the living room or something like that.
0: As you come out into the room, your mother's there in the kitchen uh, preparing simple breakfast. Your father sits at the table, seems to be deep in thought, doesn't give you any acknowledgement at first. Seems he's in his own world. Seems like a pretty big day for him. Your mother, though, says hello. Hi, Hugo. Come get some food. How did, did you sleep all right? I think I, I did all right,
3: yeah. Good morning, Mom. Thanks for the for the meal.
0: Of course. She kind of gives a nudge to your dad. He kind of like catches himself as, as he's you know if he's off in space staring off into space and he looks at him and says, uh, yeah, "Yeah, morning, son." Hey, good morning, Dad. Now, uh, I don't, I don't really know what to expect here, but just try not to get in the way, okay? I think this is a good opportunity, and really hoping not to mess this up.
3: Yeah, of course, Dad. I uh, I don't think you have to worry about anything. I think. This is something that you deserve. Hopefully this kind of promotion is, it, it, you know, it makes you feel better.
0: Doesn't really offer any reply. Just kind of goes back to his thoughts and enjoy your quick meal before heading off to, into the offices, both of you. Tula, you with your father, Hugo with yours. Arriving back to the large campus of Minos Mestra, Hugo, you come in and you start seeing things that are very familiar. You were just here the other day. You're let in uh, as, as you come in, and, and your father mentions to you, you know, kind of that receptionist uh, at the front uh, that you're there for a meeting with Mr. Cordell. Uh, there's a, a moment to check on that, and then they reply that yes, we'll have somebody up shortly to grab you. And eventually, a security officer comes by and escorts you. Through a familiar path back to where the offices are that uh, davis would be eventually you head in there and uh, davis is there sitting behind his desk he stands up immediately as you enter in good to see you both good morning mr doris and hugo uh hey good morning sir how are you today
3: uh, i would immediately like turn my head and look at my dad and see if he's gonna respond
0: you get a sense that davis is is addressing both of you but it seemed that he, he kind of seemed to maybe catch himself that he was he was turned towards you. Like your father chimes up his his hands together in, in front of himself. Uh, you sense those nerves and he says, uh, good, "Good, good morning, uh, Mr. Cordell. Uh, thank thank you again for having us. Uh, we, we're doing well." Davis uh, then begins to walk around his desk and says, "Well, uh, please, we have." Uh, a full day. I have some of uh, the executives here at Mestra uh, that would love to talk with you, uh, Mr. Doris. So if, if you don't mind heading off with them. And Hugo, I have uh, our technician team here that I'd like uh, to introduce you to. I think there'd be some things that'd be great for you to take a swing at. Your father kind of looks over at you and, and looks back and... He, when he looks at you, he just kind of gives you that another look of like, okay, let's just make sure that this goes well and still very on edge. He says, oh, yes, uh, certainly, um, absolutely. Hugo, be good and, and, and good luck. Yeah, same to you, Dad. Gives you a nod, and, and Davis turns to the security guard who's still there and um, tells him to take... Your father off to the meeting room with the other executives. Uh, begin that conversation, and then Davis personally escorts you into kind of go back to that uh, nearby that hangar where you originally were, but uh, into a, a separate room. Lots of computer equipment. There's a bunch of people running around, technicians wearing uh, wearing jumpsuits of sort, but they're clean and. You know, there's different groups of consoles and, and different technology equipment and things. It looks like, it looks sort of like a lab. People running around doing different tests and things um, and whatnot. Hugo, this is, this is one of our research and development areas here in Mestra, Really seeing what we can do to improve our operations. Just refine that, improve our efficiency, things like that. I know you you certainly found a way to degrade our functionality, but you made quick work of turning that around. It's pretty impressive that you are able to rebuild our systems as you needed to do. I'd like to see what you could maybe do with a fresh project on your hands.
3: What are you, what are you implying, what are you?
0: Well, we have all manner of projects here. If you're up for it, I'll just leave you here for the morning and you can work with these other technicians and Lean over their shoulder. See what you can do to help. Uh, yeah, that's... Yeah, of course.
3: Yeah, I'll, I, I can do that. I I know this is kind of, like, in my head. Uh, I know this is, like, kind of like a big deal. I've been... To me, it's like a lot of responsibility just given on to me. And I, like, you know, that's, like, uh, not necessarily, like, a normal thing for me to let feel like I have like control over something like that.
0: Davos uh, raises his hand up in a gesture and, and kind of looks across the room to a a biff uh, that you see across the room. And he calls out and says, Tycho. And just gives a nod and the biff runs over. And uh, he says, uh, yes, sir. So this is Hugo, Doris. Uh, he's going to be doing a little bit of a shadow, if you will. Uh, I think he's got lots of potential, and I'd like you to kind of show him what we got going on here, and maybe let him sit in and uh, see where if he can help with some of these projects. And the individual nods and in acknowledgement and, and says, "Good to meet you, Hugo." Yeah, hey, uh, good to meet you too. Yeah, I'm, I think I'm kind of excited to be here. A lot of good fun we have here. We we just get to play with this technology and, and these. This equipment and and just see what we can do to improve it and uh yeah see what you can do
3: yeah awesome i yeah that'd be great that would be that would be amazing
0: tula you head into the corporate offices as you've been before with your father and they're definitely uh you know another side of 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 this company you know in their extravagance if you will you're on a dark asteroid out in middle of space and it's not very glamorous outside of that but they do what they can to make that environment feel otherwise uh, when you're here and the financial success of the business definitely is goes towards that in, in it, and you see that but you go in and it, it's just you know straightforward you head in with your father and he says some hellos to some people on the way there are a few faces that you might recognize as well maybe just from running the halls growing up and they welcome you as well all good to see you and and you uh, eventually just make your way to his office nice view uh for what that is uh outside looking outside the 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 facility but definitely uh, shares that ornateness that he has back at home, uh, nice desk and, and all the other things around him. A lot of uh, here at, at uh, Minos Mestre, uh, there's a lot of little kind of pillars with hollow images, hologram displays that show, you know, the one with like a mining vessel on it that kind of rotates and, and maybe uh, some other mining facility equipment, things like that, just showing off the different uh, pieces of this business.
1: I walk in and, I, and the first thing that I the first thing that I'm that my attention is kind of drawn to is the window in his office and like I walk up to it and I kind of press my hand against the glass and just sort of stare out at the vastness of space and um, it makes me think of like those last moments with Hugo when we were trying to um, kind of do that sabotage um, of of the of the asteroid mining system and um, it didn't end up working out and I kind of just like. Catch, catch like a glimpse of my reflection um, as I kind of just shake it off and try to put on just a really, really saccharine smile for my dad. And I turn to him um, to kind of try to give a little bit more of, uh, of a buttering up, I guess. Papa, um, why don't you
2: show me what you do? I'm here, I see outside. You've got such a lovely view. You must be pretty high up in this company to enjoy such spectacles along with your job.
0: Uh, yes, I should... I should pay attention to it more, but... work keeps me very busy. That is something that you'll have to learn, is... there's always work to be done. You have to continuously work hard to make sure that you stay successful. That is very important here, in this position, in this job.
2: I mean, what is it that you'll do? I see my friend Hugo, his parents, they literally work hours and hours a day, work their fingers to the bone just to be able to afford basic necessities. What do you do that deserves all of this pomp and circumstance?
0: I make sure that part of this business runs efficiently. I manage most of our imports-exports. There's obviously not very much here in the asteroids, but as I've talked about with you before, the, the mining operations produce very valuable materials very valuable raw materials we ship some of those out directly or we do have some operations that uh, refine some of that and and export that as well so it's definitely a delicate balance we have to maintain you know that steady flow back and forth to make sure that our little system here uh, continues to to survive
2: i see and what is it like when you find a brand new asteroid? You said you had plenty out there that you still yet to mine. What happens? Do you just go out there and set up? Or is there more to it than that? Can I go see one? Huh.
0: Well. Maybe. Uh, we we don't do much surveying or so, so we leave that to the poundies and, and whatnot, what have you. But um, yes, there, there is very much out there to, to get in. That's just a matter of continuously staying on top of it, doing those surveys and seeing what we can do about uh, tracking that, uh, keeping good records of, of what we've already explored, things like that.
2: It sounds like the ones who have the truly interesting job of the poundies, can I become a poundie? Is that something that perhaps I can try just once or twice?
0: Tula, no, no, no. You, you won't ever be a poundie. You don't want to be, to work in those grimy ships out there in cold space.
2: But who does want to, Papa? People have to do what they have to do, right? You just said you must work your whole life and make sure that you never let up so that you have a bright future for you and your family, right?
0: You see a little bit of maybe discomfort in the conversation. You can sense that a deflection is definitely coming, as it does. Well, maybe we can... Take a tour of one of the vessels when it's dark. How's that?
2: I would love that, Papa. I am just trying to know other parts of your business. I'm not trying to say that what you do isn't
1: important. You know that you're my number one guy. And I, like, jump on his back and, like, nuzzle his ear a little bit and show him some love. Um, kind of, like, flick my leku up in the air happily as I'm uh, just kind of gallivanting with him, trying to
0: get him to loosen up. He reciprocates uh, and then kind of shrugs his shoulders, though, to to set you down and and says, Now, I do have a busy morning here. Uh, I have to run off for some meetings, but if you'd like, you can hang out here in the office and go through some of the information here. Kind of get yourself familiar with some of the things we do. It's always good to just spend some time with the data. If you need anything, you can talk to Hone outside. She will always be able to help uh, direct you if you need something. But I'll be back soon. It won't, this won't be too long, and we can continue uh, working at things together.
2: Papa, one last question. I know it might be a little presumptuous, but can I be in charge? Just a little bit. I just want to try it on. See how it feels. Boss people around a little bit. You know, like a little version of you. But cuter.
0: He gives another chuckle and says, We'll see when I'm back from my meeting.
1: I, uh, I wave at him and then kind of wink at him and smile and just kind of settle into his seat behind his desk and gaze out at the stars and listen to his uh, footsteps vanish.
0: He heads out of his office, door closes behind you and you are left to sit there behind the desk to keep yourself occupied till he returns. Back in the lab inside the Minus Mestra facility there, Hugo, Tycho leads you over to the station where he was working at and just see computer equipment, some data pads, uh, wires and gizmos, gadgets, all sorts of things uh, just spread all over the place. And he just turns you and says, so Hugo, I'm, I'm working on trying to increase the efficiency here in our pulverization. Uh, so I have this this replica here that's it, uh, it's a smaller version of of what the the big ships have, uh, basically uh, crushing those asteroids as they come in and uh, before they go in through the extraction process. They they use up a lot of energy and and it's it's costs a lot to power that. So we're just trying to to tune up the efficiency there. Maybe you can have a look at that and see if uh, see if you have any thoughts. And he kind of just steps back, crosses his arms, allowing you to just step forward and and take a look at what's there
3: so yeah uh, I would step up to the to the console and uh I wouldn't be intimidated at all by what I was looking at, mostly just the implications of what this means uh I think i'd be I, w- I would be pretty confident in my abilities on maximizing the energy cost of the polarizer I'd be more interested in trying to spark up a conversation with Tycho um, so I would probably move the chair off to his side and sit down and kind of look back at Tycho a little bit, I would ask. Uh, hey Tycho, uh, before you start this, could you tell me a little bit something about yourself? I was just wondering, like,
0: do you, do you like your job? Is this good for you? Oh, yeah. Yeah, it's fantastic. You know, I get great facilities to work, good opportunities, They they treat us well. Uh, you know, and I mean, this is this is what I love to do, and so I get to do it all the time. And seeing seeing our work uh, be put in into place and and go up and you know whatever different part it's utilized here in minus Mestra, yeah. What are your thoughts on on your future, Hugo? You going you planning on coming working here?
3: Uh, honestly, sir, I that, I don't even think that's crossed my mind. Uh, I've I'm not sure what my future holds, but. Tycho, what would you say about what is, I guess, indentured servitude? There's a lot of people that this kind of, like, doesn't work for. Well, what what, what what? do you mean? Well, I, there's just people that kind of, they work for this company, but I, I guess they just they, they don't make enough, maybe their hours are too long, maybe, they struggle and a lot of people who work here? I don't know if if it's the best place for them, and I know this kind of work disrupts a lot of people's lives.
0: Oh yeah, um, I, I guess I guess there's, you know, you're always gonna have people in in certain positions that that just have to be fulfilled, managed. It's just kind of the way things are. That doesn't bother you? I guess I never really thought of it.
3: Okay, cool. Yeah, thank you. Uh, And with that, I I think I would turn around and look at the console before me.
0: The Bith steps back and, again, just observes uh, as you step forward to this console to take a look here and see what you can find about their little project.
3: I look at the console, and um, although I sat down confidently at the beginning, after that brief but kind of important conversation i just had my my thoughts would be mostly geared towards that thinking about what Tycho said just kind of understanding that he's just a normal guy and he's just doing his job and he likes doing what he does and uh i would just think about that as i would try and like also figure out what's going on with with the pulverizer
0: so Tycho. Sees you seemingly struggling with uh, what you're looking at here, Hugo, and he steps forward and says, "You you having trouble there, uh, son?" Um, so yeah, that that is the uh, thermal actuator here, and we're trying to limit that. Uh, to then increase the you know magnetic turbines here just to resist the clogging that tends to happen. there's there's a lot of resistance between the two. So yeah I think the focus here is over here on the the quantum exchanger and just just adjusting the shifting in that. So he steps back and uh, allows you to kind of take a look at that again. as you sit inside your father's office, Tula alone now this this task from Jonah probably in the back of your mind and wondering if there's any opportunity here to get a head start on that
1: as I sit behind my father's desk i'm uh I'm really transfixed by the abundance of paperwork um, on the top of it I'm looking at you know the data disks and trying to see if any of it looks familiar or um, sounds familiar but a lot of it is uh, just not making any sense to me whatsoever um kind of muttering to myself I go
2: Hugo you could make quick work of this my friend I don't think I stand a chance
1: I try to like go through his drawers and stuff until I finally realize that I could absolutely just ask for help ever since I was young Hone uh, always kind of treated me maybe not like one of her own but with you know the, the reverence that you would of a child that is close to you in some way maybe not related to you I kind of just pop into her office on the outside of my dad's uh, to kind of check in with her and see if she can help me find what I'm looking for. Or at least point me in the right direction. Hun,
2: it is so good to see you.
0: It's been so long. Tula, Tula, is that you? It's been so long. Look, at you've... You've grown up so much since the last I've seen you, your father never brings you around. How are you, dear?
1: I, uh, I do a little twirl to try to like dazzle her a little bit and uh, kind of present my hands like, It has been a long time.
2: I've been away studying at school. You know me, I always come back to see my friends and family, but I need independence.
0: Oh, that's so wonderful to hear. School going well?
2: It is, yes, I'm making so many new friends, lots more that understand my way of life a little bit better than maybe some of the people that I see here. I think I might be finally trying to, I don't know, embrace my destiny a little bit. Papa seems really happy that I'm here to kind of see how he works and learn more about the business. I was hoping that you could help me.
0: Oh, yes, Uh, and, and how so?
2: Papa told me about some really interesting asteroids that haven't yet been tapped. And I think that's so interesting. I'm actually learning about that at school, Um, the science of it, and even a little bit of the business part. I just really want to show him that I'm ready and that I have what it takes. So I was wondering if you could show me or tell me who to talk to, to perhaps be able to study some of these locations on a map.
0: Oh, Tula, I just work for your father and and make sure that, you know, his meetings and appointments are kept. Um, You know, I don't, I don't know if I could really have you run around disturbing the other executives, though. Um, You know, I know they're all pretty busy. I've, I've worked with your father a long time, and he definitely runs a pretty tight ship.
1: She says that to me, and I kind of uh, bristle a little bit internally, and try not to kind of let it show on my face. And I kind of just like, very performatively square my shoulders and kind of get like a like a really confident pose. And I say, uh,
2: Bother? Hon, oh, you know, I would never bother anyone. I could never bother anyone. If anything, I would go there and I would seek any kind of knowledge that they have to impart. All of your executives are very learned men, no? What more do they have to fear from a little girl like me other than to teach me something new?
0: She gives you a bright smile at that and you can see her kind of thinking a little bit and she says it is so good that you're keeping up with your education your father talks about it so much and it's very good to see you wanting to truly follow in his in his steps so let me see what i can do i'll have someone come along stop by your father's office uh, to come have a chat
2: oh thank you hon you are the best I miss you so much when I'm at school. Is there a little version of you I can take with me next time I leave?
0: She chuckles and, and just shakes her head and says, Oh, I wish. Mora, run along now.
1: I just, um, like, frolic uh, back to my dad's office and kind of keep keep it up until I'm in, like, closely in, like, I bounce back to my father's office, and I kind of, uh, I keep it up until I get inside, just in case She's watching. I don't love deceiving people that I'm close to, like my friends and my family. That's not really something that I relish at all, but it feels good to know that like this person trusts me and cares about me enough to help me get what I need, regardless of what my intentions are.
0: You head back to your father's office, hang out for a little bit and... Not too long. A few moments go by, and then there's a, a knock at the door, and and it opens up, and you see a uh, another human gentleman there, uh, in in a professional outfit. So just kind of leans in and and says, uh, "Hello, Tula." Hello, who are you? Hi, uh my my name is Reese. Hon mentioned that uh, Maru's daughter was in, and I should come by and say hello, and and see if there's anything I can. Uh, do for you while he's kind of tied up in meetings it's good to meet you
1: oh it's good to meet you too and i like flick my my lechu at him friendly in a very friendly manner um and take his hand like i reach out my hand to shake it
0: he returns the gesture and shakes that as well says so uh what what are you up to for the day just visiting with your father
2: yes i'm visiting with my father i'm a little bit bored i was hoping that he would trust me a little bit more but I'm hoping that instead of seeing this as a negative, I can instead see it as an opportunity. I really want to show him that I'm serious about our family business. I am, after all, a Batunde, and I can't say
0: no to such an important destiny, eh? He gives a nod in agreement with that, and he says, "Oh, Why, yes, we've all heard very much of of young Tula, who will follow along in, in her father's footsteps, and... You know, it just seems that it was only a matter of time before you do so, so. So, tell me, Reese, what is it that you do for my father here? Well, I just assist with managing the export division of uh, Mestra, making sure that what we're sending out, we shop the right pricing for that, get the right uh, amount of credits in trade, things like that. Uh, nothing too exciting.
1: As he kind of drones on about all the things that Uh, he's in charge of and responsible for i let my eyes get like really wide and just like as as in, in in mock disbelief and i i kind of like lean like lean in as he's speaking and say
2: you sound far more important than someone i have never met before so you know about all the asteroids then
0: as Reese continues on in with his spiel of what he does and and just talking about this and that and and things that are of very little interest to you and whatnot. And and he, he catches uh, an expression on your face that as you intended it to be interest comes off more of, of maybe annoyance or something like that. And he catches himself and he kind of kind of cuts himself off and says, uh, but, but anyway, what, What is it that you're doing uh, with your father today?
2: Honestly, it seems like I'm just sitting in this room looking outside. I'd really like to do something fun or interesting, if you have any ideas. I was hoping to show my dad that I could be much more trustworthy and that he could, I don't know, give me some sort of way in a little bit sooner than he expected. I'm here on break for, I don't even know how much longer, but why not make the most of my time?
0: Oh, I, I understand that. But unfortunately, there's... I don't think there's anything I can help out in that regard. Uh, and and to be honest, I, I do have a lot of things I have to get back to. It was, it was great to, to meet you. And, uh, you know, maybe I'll see you around. Um, can't really offer anything else, uh, you know, any suggestions. Knowing your father, I'm sure he would expect you just to stay here and, and wait until he returns. So, sorry. And he kind of just shrugs his shoulders and... Starts looking like he's going to just head out of the office, not really having anything else to offer.
2: Please, one one last question before you go. Yes? Is there anyone else who is perhaps more interested in helping me than you?
1: Maybe someone a little less busy. And I kind of give him like a pointed look.
0: The gentleman before you this hesitance grows over himself and and you can tell that he's he's trying to get out of there he he does seem to genuinely have things to do but you might get a sense that you're his boss's daughter and that probably holds some weight so his expression softens a little bit and he says well you you could talk to some of the some of the other members of the team you know purchasing uh would be somebody else to talk to but uh again i'm gonna say that it might not be good for you to be running around uh, the office without your father. You know, just in general, they, they, they keep security pretty tight, pretty strict. But uh, maybe, maybe you can get in contact with them.
2: What is all this running around everyone says I am doing? I'm not some little kid. I'm trying to learn. Whatever. Thank you for your help, I guess.
1: And I go back to being kind of my um, expectedly spoiled self and kind of roll my eyes at him as I swivel the chair to you know, continue looking back out the window while trying to kind of catalog in my mind my next move.
0: He kind of slowly heads towards the door, no response, and, and quickly makes his escape from this somewhat awkward situation. As Tycho points out, the different components and functions and systems of, of this pulverizer model here, Hugo. You you get a little sense of, of your mistakes or where you just weren't. You know, think there were other things on your mind, but clarity comes and, and you begin to see what's going on here. And and he says, so what? Uh, you know, now with that pointed out, uh, you want to give it another try, maybe maybe kind of analyze one of these systems and and see uh, see what you can find.
3: Uh, yeah yeah thank you I uh, uh, I think my mind was just elsewhere
0: yeah yeah that's that's all right no worries so do you know someone that kind of works in those lower ranks yeah yeah I I used
3: to have a a friend back way back when him and his family they they worked the mines and they were His dad was a laborer. I don't know, they just always seem to have it hard. Even though... Our family has it kind of hard, but not as hard as them. Uh... Yeah, but... I haven't talked to him in such a long time, I don't... I don't even know if he's still around.
0: Tycho shows, you know, shows decently genuine interest there in uh, what you're saying, and... He just responds and, and says, yeah, that's, I, I can understand that. I I didn't have much back home on Biff myself. You know, it was, it was a struggle to, a struggle growing up. And, you know, luckily I got out of there and came across uh, this opportunity, worked hard. And I, I guess that's kind of, you know, where I'm at is is I worked hard to kind of get where I am. And here I am. You know, I'm, I'm doing well now. I'm enjoying what I'm doing. So I think sometimes you just have to strive for the right opportunity. Tyco, what if... What if you could
3: just make this all go away and start over again and... I don't know. Th- is this what you've always wanted to do?
0: Well, I don't know what I always wanted to do. Um, I guess I always enjoyed technology eventually at, at you know, some point, but... Certainly didn't have the means to to do so when I was younger.
3: But you're doing well now? Yeah. And you're happy? Yeah. That's good to hear, Taco.
0: Yeah, it is. It's, it's, you know, that's. what's the point if you're not happy?
3: And if you didn't have this job,
0: what would you be doing? Oh, I don't know. You, you know, hopefully something similar, but... It's tough to say. You know, now with with the Empire moving around, kind of like looks around over his shoulder almost as he kind of mentions this, you know, maybe a little bit of a taboo subject, if you will. Might end up working for them against my will. Against your will? Why? Strong armed into doing what I'm doing for them, developing weapon systems, something.
3: And Do you have a family?
0: No, no, I never was that tight.
3: So, this is, you're you're just content, and this is what you do, and you like yeah. this. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah, I think
0: sometimes, I think I wish that I had that too. Tycho gives you a nod back. Says, "So, how about uh, how about we retry this this uh, pulverizer here?"
3: So, I take a moment to oversee the system in front of me. Physically, I can see that I could move uh, the exchanger a couple ports away, and uh, I know that'll alleviate some stress on the engine itself, on the systems in front of me. Through that, I I, I end up going through the software code, and I'm able to uh, see some openings and how I can improve the system itself, and just streamline it a little bit more. I go towards the actuator, make a comment to Tycho uh, about it, and uh, I'd say we, we share like a little laugh about it, you know, we build up a little bit of a camaraderie here as I'm doing this, and I, I once again start tweaking the actuator itself, the The physical side of, of actually doing this uh, kind of stuff is, it comes naturally to me, I feel, that in my youth I would always tinker with soldering and doing this and that on any components I would find uh, in and around the alleys. It wasn't easy to come by these things. It was mostly just uh, a roll of the die, a chance to find uh, things to work on here and there, and my skills just improved over time enough to where now I'm applying them to a real-world situation. And it's not something that I'm hiding from anybody, or I'm doing in secret, or I'm doing because it'll cause harm. I'm just Trying to fix a uh, uh, or not fix, but improve the pulverizer system, and uh, that
0: feels good. Tycho is intently watching what you're doing, paying attention here, and he's checking also a data pad that he has that is is full of uh, just readouts and and schematics and and uh, analysis of of what's going on. And you hear behind you is these, wow, oh. As you just sense that excitement out of him, and he says, Wow, this is that that should have been so obvious. Uh, I can't look at this, look at this, Hugo. Look at look at the improvement here. This is this is great. It, you know, as as long as it scales to the main ships, uh, to that size, which I mean, I think it should, but this will be a significant improvement. Good job, yeah. Thanks, Daiko.
3: Uh, I, I guess I'm... Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm pretty experienced with this kind of stuff. Uh, with the knowledge of uh, knowing that Tycho... Is just a, a guy who's living his life. He's not someone who's trying to hurt me. And he's not someone who's trying to like manipulate me or make me do something or make me feel a certain way. I, I feel like these past couple days, like a lot has happened to me. And I haven't necessarily been able to talk to anybody about it. I haven't been able to tell anybody my my actual feelings on the situation I've just been internalizing and, and talking to myself uh, letting a little bit out to Tula here and there but generally just trying to work this all out by myself and Tycho just seems like a the kind of guy who I could just talk to yeah Tycho uh, so that, that, that whole system meltdown that whole virus thing that was me and there was just there's people out there that just kind of want to see places like this go you know there may be some bad here but
0: i mean obviously there's some good too as you mentioned this you know he he seems hung on something and, and he cuts and he says that that was you that was uh that was actually some some impressive work to be honest probably not the most difficult task to take down these old systems but to rebuild it what you needed to do there—that—that that is certainly impressive. Thanks, Iko. Yeah,
3: yeah, it—it it, kind of was. But yeah, so I—I I took it down. I built it back up. Davis talked to me about this, and he offered me an opportunity today to—to to come work on, uh, with you.
0: Oh, wow, really? That's—you know—a recommendation right from him. That's—that's that's saying something. Yeah. What do you? What are your thoughts on him? Oh, Mr. Cordal, he's, he's a good man. He, he, he definitely demands good results, strong results, and, you know, as fast as we can provide it. But uh, I think he rewards that as well. Keep your head down and, and do what you need to do and, and perform, and you'll do well. That's, yeah, that's, that's really good to hear. Yeah, thanks. Chula, as you sit inside the office once again waiting for your father in these endless meetings that you remember many times coming into the office and this is a lot more of the status quo. Coming in sitting around and your dad being off in meetings. Maybe a big reason that kind of turned you off of, you know, coming into this job. You're one for adventure. Not sitting around in a stuffy office but you're here now and once again that the task from jonah still hangs in your mind and you're hoping you can still get at least one or two other pieces of information to help with that
1: swiveling back and forth in uh, my dad's oversized chair and kind of mulling over what reese had to say just having been with my father plenty of times to work and just hanging out in his office for hours and hours and hours waiting for him to come back and pay attention to me. I know that most of the people that he has uh, suggested I go talk to are useless and are just going to give me more of that babying that I am not looking for at all. So um, after a couple of minutes of just trying to like make a little list and crossing all these names out of all the people that I definitely cannot talk to, um, I decide that I'm just going to, you know, dig deep. I fold up one of the papers on his desk into like a little paper fighter jet and leave it for him so that he knows that I was there. I kind of like peek my head out of the hallway, make sure that, you know, Hone's not watching. And then I kind of just sneak on through. As I'm going, like I'm whispering to myself,
2: silent as a Sith,
1: silent as a Sith. And I have like my own little like mission music that I'm kind of humming to myself as I'm looking around, trying to be really sneaky. Anyone that I see that passes me. I do what I can to kind of blend in. I recognize that my dad is in charge and I'm also a Twi'lek who looks just like him. So I can't really <laughs> hide as much as perhaps I'd want to, but I kind of just keep moving and do my best to kind of own my space as the boss's daughter and uh, kind of just like walk through the halls and um, look for maybe a research room or um, an archive.
0: As you head down the hallways, heading towards this room that, you know, you, you feel you've definitely come across these time before the times that you've been in the office. and It's just a matter of making it look like, you know, you're, you're supposed to be there and you're going towards somewhere you're supposed to be. You feel relatively confident that no one's really thrown a eye, side eye to you to question who you are or what you're doing. So I'm
1: I'm I'm feeling pretty confident as I turn into uh, this last corridor where I know there to be an archive where they keep, you know, all the important files and things that have been um, put on the record. Like I kind of just like look both ways and just sort of slip inside as quickly as I can so that no one will see me.
0: You step inside, door closes behind you, and you're in a room with... A bunch of uh, like computer servers, large uh, database systems. Uh, there's a, a low hum from the technology, uh, a few beeps here and there, and um, blinking lights that just kind of illuminate the room. That's otherwise mostly dark, but just kind of the lighting, the natural lighting from the technology. It's all very foreign to you. You know that there's massive wealth of data in this room, but. It's definitely not uh, your area of expertise to access that.
1: I take a look around and I see giant computer servers everywhere, lots of consoles and panels, some weird buttons. um, Very much as I was on the ship with Hugo, I am completely underwater trying to kind of suss out what any of this does or is meant to do. But I know that I'm in the right place. I can tell that there's, you know, security in here, at least as far as, like, encryption and things like that. Like, all the computers are running in, you know, weird numbers and letters that I don't understand or recognize. And not for the first time in this solo journey, I think to myself.
2: Ah, Hugo, my friend. I've got to get you here. You will know exactly what to do. This is why we make a good team. Soon. Soon.
0: Hugo, you hang out with Tycho a little bit further, continuously going over this equipment and systems and whatnot and, and just kind of doing what you can to analyze that, show that off. And, um, you know, maybe maybe talking a little bit further with the Bith, uh, but eventually Davis comes back. Your father is with him as well. And Davis comes in and says, so Tycho, Hugo, how uh, how did it go? And Tycho says, oh, this, Hugo is, is quite impressive, quite bright. Uh, he actually really showed us some things that I think, uh, you know, shouldn't take too long, but I think we can get implemented right away. And it's going to definitely help help things out. He's got a bright future. Your father come in and his expression is is pretty upbeat. Uh, the nerves that were there earlier in the day have definitely are definitely gone and and hearing that while well, you do, you can see the, you can see on your father that, that he's definitely showing pride for, for this recognition towards you, Hugo. And Davis says, well, that is, that is great to hear, Hugo. Uh, we'll have to have another conversation about, uh, about your future. Maybe there's an opportunity here.
3: I would be flustered from the praise that i received from a new friend, from the show of delight across the room from my father, from the promising words that Dawes just said to me. And with confidence, I'd say, uh, thank you, Mr. Cordell. Yeah, um, I, I learned a lot today, and and taco here helped me out a lot. Did everything go good with my
0: dad? Yes, definitely. Uh, he's He's told us uh, a lot of things that that I think will help our operations, and the other executives have uh, agreed to keep him kind of on board as as uh, you're know, part of that committee uh, to oversee th- those things be implemented into our operations so absolutely i I can see that there's definitely uh, you know the relationship between you and and where you get your ingenuity.
3: That's excellent news, I. I,
0: that's so good to hear. Congratulations, Dad. He's just beaming and he just doesn't really have much to say, it seems, and gives you a nod. With that, you head out, Hugo, along with your father, as he he heads off to go back to, get back to his normal station and, and finish off the rest of his day, allowing you to head off and head back home do whatever else you need to do. Tula, you me back up with your father after his meetings. Unfortunately, he just is so busy and, and he just doesn't have the time to spend with you uh, at the office, something you're probably unfortunately used to, as you've come and see him sometimes. And He still seems genuine in, in his appreciation for you coming along, but he does send you along with a private ride back to home for the rest of your day.
1: I kind of uh swallow my disappointment even though this was uh, supposed to be a mission for me to do some reconnaissance and you know learn more about the inside secrets of my family i really did want to spend time with my dad and see if like you know i could at least get in some moments with him before having to do what i know i'm ultimately going to have to do and as usual he was completely disinterested in spending that time so on the ride back I kind of just sit in silence and kind of reflect on that and then when my thoughts turn to Hugo I get really excited because throughout my life like that's been the one consistent person that has been supportive and uh, kind to me without being prompted to do so because of who my family is so once I kind of hop out of hop out of the uh, the mover. I get out um, onto solid ground and I take out uh, my communicator and try to page Hugo and see if maybe we can meet up to talk. Hugo! Hugo, come in. Are you
2: there?
3: Tula? Tula, is that you?
2: Hey.
1: Did you have a good day with your family?
3: Yeah, I... I did. How about you? How's, how are things on your end?
1: I kind of take a second to think about it I hear him really positive and that's not something I'm used to hearing from him with his experiences with his family so I don't want to you know I don't want to ruin that for him so I kind of just nod and say oh it was great um
2: my dad was the same as he usually is you know how it goes um I did find an archive I uh, didn't really know what I was looking for in there, so I'm really hoping that you would be open to coming with me next time. I think there's a lot of interesting facts that you can find.
3: Tula, what what, what are you trying to do?
2: You know, just trying to keep my promises. Specifically to the Vigil and Jonah.
3: Jonah? Yeah.
2: I know that, you know, I didn't necessarily have to ask him for help, you got yourself out of that situation, but I still feel like I have a duty to him to get the information that he asked for, especially because it could help, you know, our goals in the future as well to bring more freedom to our little city of Minos Mestra.
3: Tula, I, I think we should meet up. I, I think we should talk to each other face to face.
2: Of course. I always love to see you. You want to meet in the usual place?
3: Yeah. Yeah, I'll head over now.
2: Okay. Save me a seat. I'll
3: get you a milkshake, too.
2: You always know what I like.
0: This concludes tonight's episode of Scattered Choices. Find out what happens next time as our story continues on Dungeon Jedi Masters Theatre.
3: Zombie here. I am the voice of Hugo. Thanks for listening to this program. And if you enjoyed this, consider subscribing to Dungeon Jedi Masters. It'll help with production, hosting, creation of this, and a bunch of other Star Wars 5e related content. You can find more at DungeonJediMasters.com. And may the Force be with you.